0: When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. It is the Chicago First Podcast
1: on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Hema Black, welcome to Chicago.
0: All right, so part two of our broadcast here, keeping it going. And we are here with New Oceans, man. I'll let you guys introduce yourselves.
1: Hey, I'm David Downs. And I'm, I'm Rob, off camera.
0: Rob, off camera. <laughs> um, right on, man. New Oceans. Like, how are you guys doing? Thank you for coming up here tonight. It's the first
1: time we've had you on. Uh, yeah, we're doing pretty good. It's a really nice night. The weather's great outside. Yeah. So how are you, Rob? I'm, I'm fantastic.
0: <laughs> so bring us into kind of what you guys are doing, because you've got this band, New Oceans, and to me, it's very... We were talking before all the mics and cameras and stuff around. Um, we were talking about kind of like this, like, you know, the different rock movements in Chicago. We were talking about, like, grunge.
1: Like, and it feels like a lot of that feeds into your music. Is that the case? Yeah, I guess so. Um, we pull a lot of influences from like where are you? <laughs> from like uh, '90s rock music, but a lot of new stuff too that I guess is pulling from that as well. Some California bands and some of the bands here in Chicago. Um, I mean, we're listening to like uh, White Mystery. I like them. Yeah, right White here. Mystery are killing it. Um, I like uh, like Mouth Reader over in uh, California. Mm-hmm. Some like, of course, I listen to like Nirvana. I listen to Sonic Youth and you know that Dog and stuff like that. It's really good. Um, Yeah, we're just mostly pulling from that. But also, uh, I mean, I listen to, lately I've been listening to a lot of, like, 60s stuff. So I listen to a lot of Bob Dylan, and I listen to The Birds, and I listen to Donovan, and I listen to David Bowie and stuff, and uh, trying to figure out how to work that into the music lately, too sort of a challenge so let's kind of again take a step
0: back like how did yeah. this start for you how did the music kind of come together where did that start in your life
1: um well, I mean I, I started making music a long time ago with just some friends you know just doing punk stuff or whatever they not didn't really go anywhere but um I don't know music has always been a part of my life uh when I was a kid I actually um I used to like have records and stuff and I used to make um tapes just recording beats here and there and trying to make sounds on it a friend convinced me to buy a bass guitar which i never learned how to play um and in his metal band which was stupid (laughs) but but yeah but like music's always just been there it's always been a way to express myself and so this band came about and uh i don't know i think this is a really good incarnation of um what i wanted to do and, and these guys make it really good so when did you guys become active in the city As uh, as New Oceans, when was that? I don't I don't know, like two and a half years ago. Okay, something like that. Yeah, he's better with numbers than I am. Yes, it's
0: like 2014 ish, somewhere there. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Are you doing like the DIY circuit in the city or?
1: Yeah, lately we've been doing a lot of the DIY stuff. I guess we've played a lot of we played Jurassic Park a few times. Um, We got another show with them coming up soon. We do play some of the clubs too. Uh, Like we're playing um, the Red Line. Uh, Coming up here real soon And um, We've played a lot of the other clubs But lately We've been sticking to the DIY stuff We really like the house shows How do you feel about that Like About that culture We've been
0: We've had a lot of the DIY Kind of makers and curators On this podcast Over the year Like People from like Dojo People from Canvas People from Young Camelot Like Future Factory Like How have you found
1: that scene? I think that that's really the place Where the rock music is right now Yeah Um, I was just at uh, Club Soda last night and uh, watched No Men and um, some other really good bands. Uh, we go to Jurassic Park all the time. Um, and uh, what are some other places? Um, I don't know. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but. Um, closed down. I don't know what's going on. Right yeah, yeah, I, like I mean, Young so many of them have closed, closed down. down. World. Yeah, Wally's Worlds. I don't know if that's closed or not. That might be closed too. Yeah, is it? Yeah. So that that's kind of sad. I mean, the, the thing about like the, the like the house shows and stuff in the DIY scene is you're getting all the like up and coming bands when they're new and fresh right. and they're really doing something interesting and they're they're not trying to like like play music to people who are just there to drink at the bar or something. I mean, you know, the kids come out there because they love music and they love these bands. Well, and I feel like
0: I feel like for rock bands, and tell me if you feel differently. I feel like some of the opportunities have kind of like shrunk in the city with some of the venues or like getting in front of some of the larger audiences because we are in this great kind of hip-hop movement right now and also a lot of the venues get kind of like overtaken with the festival scene in the summer. But it's like do you find challenges getting in front of like kind of moving into a larger
1: audience right now or...? Um, I guess that's sort of the thing, too, is, like, getting people out to these, like, like venues and stuff. I and mean, we're not, like, a super well-known band or anything at all. <laughs> um, but, but, you know, you do these house shows and there's just so many people there, you know? I mean, there's so many bands that do these sets and, like, so many people show up because they have a good time and there's no real rules, you know? You right. can just be yourself and um, you're not trying to impress anybody at a club and... Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's been a while since I've really gone to a, a club to see a show. Like, I, I feel like I always just look for house shows now, and I feel other people are doing that too. So. Yeah. Well, I think you're right. Like that is where I think a lot of like the rock energy
0: is in the city now. Yeah. Um, but there are other challenges because yeah, like yeah, yeah Camelot closed down. I think yeah.
1: End of last
0: year, early this year, it was like right around that time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and then like it seems like with these other venues, like you know, they want to facilitate these events but then as a result they get more popular and then yeah they kind of poke their head up and get well, chopped I think
1: off that's the thing that happened with young camelot right mm-hmm. like they had uh an after party they had a hip-hop after party yeah and it got out of control and because there was like too many people that showed right. up, and it got nuts and i mean you gotta kind i mean when you're doing these things aren't exactly legal you know you gotta keep them small and on the down low or Or things like that are going to happen, so...
0: So, I guess, like, how do you, as a rock band, like, build a sustainable model when, like, you're kind of playing in these, like, fly-by-night venues and you don't know... You know, like, it's not like, I think, in the 90s when, like, Local H and Kilhannon knew that... they knew the metro wasn't going anywhere. They yeah. knew they could keep playing the metro. And that's not really the model right now for a lot of the like younger Chicago bands. Yeah.
1: It's it's a it's a really weird weird world out there right now for uh, music. I was talking to somebody earlier, like there's no there I don't think there's any real place where Like these bands are gonna get seen, and and like something big's gonna happen all at once. You know, like before, there was like MTV or something, right? Right. And MTV played music videos, and there's like all these bands, and they're like hungry to get these music videos on there. And you go to this one place and you see it all. Or like in Chicago, you were talking about the radio station, you know? Right. There was Q101,
0: there was the Metro, there was like Illinois Entertainer, The Reader, New City, XRT. I mean, there were
1: like Eight things though. Yeah. Total. Um, I'm from St. You know. I'm from St. Louis and there is uh the point out there. And sure. The, yeah. Yeah. And the, they're still around. Yeah, and they were they were the ones who introduced like all the music in the nineties and stuff that was right. big, but they're still playing that music. It's still the same right, it hasn't, like, set list. Like you know? it hasn't evolved. And then people say that rock is dead, but it's like I see like, you know, twelve rock bands a week, you know? It's like it's not dead. It's alive. It's well, it's just,
0: it's weird that somehow rock became the underdog,
1: yeah, yeah. When for
0: so long, I mean, decades, it was like the predominant juggernaut. Yeah, it's true. Know, like the grunge scene was a juggernaut. The the fucking the limp biscuit wave was just that was a <laughs> that was a meteor. You know what I mean? Like that yeah. just crushed everything in its Chicago path. Chicago got taken over by bands moving up from Peoria for a while. Yeah, in the 90s. Mudvayne and like all that stuff. And then like somewhere it went from being just like Hulk.
1: To, you know, to being Bruce Banner
0: you know <laughs> what I mean like
1: yeah, yeah. I guess the thing to, to think about that though and I've thought about this a lot is like I almost don't even care you're right. Like as long as I can go out and see like good bands, like like really like working their ass off and doing something interesting and and good, I don't I don't care if they get big. I, I wish that they could make a living off of it. Like that would be nice. I wish we could make a living off of it. But yeah, as long as it still and it will always still happen out there because there's a real heart in it. You know, it's it's not about money and it's not about fame. It's it's about expressing themselves. And you don't even know if those bands are going to exist in like a year or two. But it doesn't matter. They're like. Doing everything they can Right now You know
0: The radio station We were talking about Q101 That I previously worked at uh, Greg Corner From the band Kill Hannah Who also is not around anymore Kind of all these staples Of Chicago culture At that time Were not around anymore But at the time When Q101 was going off I worked on the local show And we were doing interviews With all of the Kind of like staples of our program that yeah. we'd had on, all the like local bands that we'd had on a number of times. So we had Kilhanna come up and Greg Corner from Kilhanna came up and he said something, this is like mid to late 2011. It's like summer 2011 and it's really stuck with me. And he said, everybody who is doing this for money is gone or is getting out now mm-hmm. because there isn't any money. Yeah. And he's like, from here on out, true. everybody who's going to be doing this, especially on the rock side in Chicago is going to be doing it because they love it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they they have to,
1: and that's yeah, their yeah. life. It's, it's not going to be the, the people who are, like, here to cash in it anymore. It's your form of communication, you know, and you can't get rid of that. That's the only way you can express to the world your feelings and your thoughts and, you know, yeah. what you have to say. So are you guys working
0: on new music now? I thought I read that.
1: We are, yeah. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on some new music. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm working on some music right now. I'm, I'm trying to sort of revamp the sound a little bit. Like I said, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of, like, especially, like, Bob Dylan, man. And, like, you think about the songwriting and stuff back then, and how do you incorporate, you know, songwriting, like, like you know, Bob Dylan or something, into, uh, like, heavy rock music and, and whatnot, you know? It's, but, I mean, he went electric. Yeah, he did, so, he did. But, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> the storytelling was great. And so um i don't know i've been thinking a lot about that and just like really trying to scrutinize my own songwriting and um try to get things down make something a little bit different but still has the same feel and um you know working with rob on that and we're working with a couple of drummers right now (laughs) So, so is it kind of the two of you as like the core and then you bring in people as as needed i don't know it seems like it lately but um Yeah, I don't know. I think we we work really well together as far as uh, writing. You know, I write something, and he tells me if it's bad. (laughs) And then I try to fix it, and he tells me if it's worse. (laughs) But that's good. You got that honesty in the group. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Is
0: there any timetable when we'll hear the new music, or...? Is still too early to say?
1: I wish. You know, it's going to probably be an explosion. <laughs> like, what happens is I sit at home for a while and I, I fester over this stuff. And then all of a sudden I bring them 12 songs. And I'm like, dude, we're not playing any more of the old songs. We're going to play these new songs. And we've got a show tomorrow. Let's do it. And... uh Yeah, I mean, I did play my first show with you
0: four days after meeting you. So (laughs)
1: that is how this. So just don't waste any time. Yeah, yeah. We don't. Once it's ready, it's just we we get it out there and we do it. So I mean, I'm hoping hoping for like this winter when there's nothing else to do but sit at home. (laughs) Yeah, Chicago. To
0: me, Chicago winters are kind of a a like really rough blessing. Yeah, a blessing that kind of kicks your ass because like it's brutal and it's terrible out. But if you're the kind of person who wants to make you get 4 months where nobody wants to do anything and you mm-hmm. can get this awesome head start and experiment on a bunch of stuff and then like when spring hits you're like hey here's all this stuff i made yeah yeah so i'm a big believer in that like winter model of like
1: you cook over the winter and then you kind of serve in the spring. Yeah I, yeah, I think that's how it works. And I mean, we did just release an album not too long ago, the Fuzz Buzz album. Yeah. And it had a, a, a seven inch lathe cut special edition thing you could get. A lathe cut's like those individually cut records, you know, on those oh, old nice. timey like 1948 machines. Um, so we've, we've got that. Uh, but I mean, I, I can't even like, once I put something out there, I just want to do something brand new. So it's like I'm always trying to sneak new songs into our set list all the time. And we may play them like once and forget it, you know, and then come up with something new for the next set. But uh but yeah, eventually that's going to coalesce into something new, right? <laughs> tangible, on. hopefully. Hopefully
0: this winter. Well, let's get you guys back on when the new music is out, man. I'm glad cool. we got to start this conversation because you guys are doing cool stuff and I know you're coming up in the city and, and playing a lot of these like really great kind of DIY smaller venues. So, yeah, thanks. Keep that up. Let's continue this down the line like when when the new record comes out. Cool, yeah, I'd like that. Right on. Uh David and Rob uh, the band is called New Oceans. people can look you up on Facebook and uh, I know the record is on Apple Music and yeah. all those platforms right?
1: Yeah, it's on Apple um, Bandcamp and all, of, all every digital thing has its Spotify, you know whatever yeah all right that stuff's out there. you can get the record at brick a brac right now. they got a couple copies so nice so you can get yeah. it physical too. yeah like that, that record thing that lathe cut thing. so right yeah. on man. Cool. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming <laughs> right. on. Thanks for having us. yes. Yeah.
0: You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.